This is the Judge Janine Show. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is the former special agent in charge of the United States Department of Justice Special Operations Division. For almost 10 years, please join me in welcoming Derek Maltz to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, everybody, you, you, Heard Derek Mulch, you've probably seen him on Fox as well. Uh, and he's currently working for PenLink as the executive director of government relations. But as the agent in charge of special ops, he played a vital role in developing and implementing DOJ's and Department of Homeland Security's nationwide deconfliction program. Um, and. Uh, you know, he was responsible for coordinating multi-agency efforts that resulted in the capture of the Sinaloa cartel, Kingpin El Chapo Guzman. Okay, I don't need to say more. I could go on, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through it. Now, all right, Derek, uh, Derek Maltz, good, good morning and welcome to, uh, welcome to the show, Derek. Now, this past week, the President of the United States, <laughs> Joe Biden, says that he's going to send 1,500 active-duty troops to the southern border uh, at the end of next week, uh, the ending of Title 42. They will not be engaging the migrants, but will be acting in an administrative role supporting Customs and Border Protection. Now, as I recall, in the omnibus bill in 2021, uh, Joe Biden cut Border Patrol by a half a billion dollars, and now he's got to he's got to get more people, uh, more active duty troops to uh, come from a variety of Army units. Uh, and survey says mostly for ninety days. Is he schizo, or did he have a lobotomy, or what changed his mind? Well, Judge, I can't answer that. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> what I can say is that you know. In December of 21, Joe Biden made it clear to the public that international drug trafficking was an extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy, and economy of the United States. And basically, he's left a wide-open border the entire time he's been in office. And by the way, his legacy right now is 200,000 dead Americans in the last two years, plus the mass amounts of unknown people in our country from all over the world millions of people that have gotten into this country and it's really concerning but remember the cdc just came out with stats this week how fentanyl overdose deaths increased 279 percent over the last five years so we have a very very serious issue i'm not sure how they are acting these days in the government because it doesn't seem like it's in the best interest of the taxpayer and the american public Okay, so you say 279% increase in fentanyl over the last two years? That, well, five years. That's according to the CDC, Judge, but I want to make a little point on that. Yeah. I don't trust any of the stats Nobody that are coming does. out of CDC. They're not timely. They're not accurate. They're very inconsistent, but I can only report what they're reporting because I don't have access to these death numbers. Well, you know what? I I keep hearing that. Nobody trusts numbers anymore, especially after last week. We see Randy Weingarten, you know, has emails back and forth with the CDC. None of them talking about when we can reopen schools, but every metric that requires the schools be closed. Uh, you know, so the CDC, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, is certainly malleable in terms of who the players are. But, okay, so now we've got the end of Title 42, which clearly means that uh, we're not going to turn people around uh, for the, with the possibility of COVID, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but now 
we're basically going to, uh, instead of catch and release, uh, we're going to have 1,500 troops assisting in catch and release into the interior of the United States. Isn't that the whole point? They're all, aren't there 40,000 at the uh, Gary and Dapp or El Paso? Where, where are they lining up to, to surge our border? Or lack well, they're lining up all over the place, Judge, because they know once they get in, they're in, and they stay in, and then they can do what they want. And the military, just like our Border Patrol, when they sign up, they sign up to protect America, not to help facilitate the invasion of America. That's yeah. how insane this is, Judge. Yep, yep, yep. And it is an invasion. Do you remember two, three years ago, Derek Maltz, you and I would talk about this, and, and they said you can't use the word invasion. You can't even use the word surge. Uh, the truth is that uh, that's exactly what it is. They said if we use those words, it was racist, it was this, it was that. Uh, but the truth is that this country is no longer a sovereign nation. To me, it is a globalist landing spot with benefits. And these troops are being brought in to assist in the assimilation of the uh, immigrants or migrants who are coming in. And there's already a humanitarian crisis. Um, wh- wh- where's the U.N., by the way? Why-, why aren't they here doing something? The military also, if you remember... A couple of years ago, over the last two years, they were using military aircraft and flying these migrants into different cities. And it was under the radar. And everyone was pissed off when they heard about that. Why is our U.S. military moving these migrants around the country so they could push them out to different cities? But, you know, one other thing I wanted to say, just because it's really irritating, Judge, you know, Secretary Mayorkas told the Senate panel at the end of March, right? And I'm going to quote. The record number of Americans dying of fentanyl overdoses is now the single greatest challenge we face as a country. But yet look at his actions, right? He'll tell the American public he's got operational control of the border, and it's basically a free-for-all. And now we have to send military down there to help do the administrative processing to get them into the country. It's well, like you know, you the amazing thing is that up, uh, up, you can't make this stuff up, but it's almost as though, Derek Maltz, uh, you know, don't believe your lying eyes. So when uh, Peter Ducey says, wait a minute, if you've got control of the border, why do you need 1,500 troops? And Karine Jean-Pierre's response is, uh, don't be so dramatic. Don't be so dramatic. No drama. I mean, oh, my gosh. Answer the question. The truth is that the American people, uh, at least people who listen to, you know, networks or, or media outlets that talk about this are aware of it. But you know what? The country is changing. And Joe Biden is doing everything he can to change the country. And, you know, just just last week we had uh, an illegal who ended up killing, what was it, five people because they asked him not to shoot up because uh, uh, shoot his gun because the baby was sleeping. I mean, this is this is serious stuff, and no one even vets them. No one cares about who they are. Just come on in. And now the amazing part of it is that Chicago, one of the country's first cities, is struggling to handle the migrants. And Lori Lightfoot, the former mayor, says that Governor Abbott has to stop sending migrants to Chicago because it's 
dangerous and inhumane. Well, you know, and then Mayor Adams, at least Mayor Adams in New York City is starting to say, you know, the Biden administration is responsible for this, although they want to criticize the Republicans. And then you've got a mayor in El Paso who is a Democrat. Nobody's saying to him, stop sending migrants from El Paso. But, you know, if these big cities can't handle these migrants, these illegal immigrants, why why do we think the southern border can handle them? Right. I mean, like Tom Holman said something one day, and it, it resonated because it's now in this country, in this great country, it's now legal to be illegally here in America. This is the mixed messaging that we're sending in regards to the rule of law. Judge, a couple of things I want to make sure it's clear, like when we talk about numbers, some numbers that are accurate is that in the middle of April, five dead, five or six dead, 12 poisoned in 24-hour period in Kalamazoo, Michigan. In one town. Dead, 18 dead in Milwaukee in a couple-of-day period, right? Onondaga County, 40 poisoned in a two-day period, right? The three mall workers, the five, I'm sorry, the five mall workers in Hackensack, Back in March, that went out on a break at the Cheesecake Factory to snort some cocaine, and they went down. And they were you know, Narcan revived four of them, but one single mother with a nine-year-old kid died. Oh my god! And when gosh. you look at you look at the numbers, like you know, when uh, CBP recently seized three point five million fake pills in the port of entry in San Diego, and if you look at the DEA statistics, that six out of ten pills can potentially kill. We have an attack on our country like we've never seen. China's behind it, as we said a thousand times, Judge. Yep, the yep. Mexican cartels are doing the dirty work for the Chinese, and our communities and families are suffering. And by the way, the last thing I'm going to say, because the American public needs to realize that what's happening at the border, it's going to take some time, but we're all going to feel the impact economically in our schools with the crime rising. That guy that just killed five, that's going to be around the country. That's not like an exaggeration. That's not an embellishment. It's going to happen. They're all over our country. Well, Derek Maltz, isn't it time that people in parts of the country that are protected, so to speak, recognize how many are here? I mean, what have we, we've had over four million in two years, and I'm sure it's more than that. Uh, but, but, you know, I think it's time for the other cities, the northern cities to experience it because they've got big budget, big budgets. And, you know, you've got Mayor Adams who recently said that Biden failed the city. And he said, you know, 50,000 migrants bust into New York City from the border states, you know, is too much and New York City can't afford it. Well, if New York City can't afford it, who can afford it? And, you know, Mayorkas said that Joe Biden delivered a solution to the crisis on day one of his term in the form of immigration reform legislation. Derek Maltz, thanks so much for being with us on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Keep up the good fight. <laughs> uh, Derek Maltz, you, you're the best. All right. And never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I'll be speaking with radio host, media personality, and comedian Jimmy Thaler on his thoughts on the downward modification of child support that Hunter Biden is seeking, along with a little reaction to yesterday's coronation. Coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 